Thanks to our sponsors, Renault. The Renault Capture, the versatile, compact family SUV. You're still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. A grain of rice, a grain of rice. Tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Oh, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Uh, hello, folks. How are you all doing? Uh, it's Monday morning. Well, come afternoon now. Uh, we're here in the Dare. Uh, great, the lads have great plans to watch a bit of golf. Uh, we were out there on the course for a little while. Uh, delighted now to be back at base, which is often a, a great base for all GA people here in Limerick, is the Woodlands House Hotel. With great uh, thanks for the to the Fitzgerald family, Mary. Big welcome for us there, Connor. Uh, and we didn't have breakfast; we just had a cup of tea. Mark had all the biscuits, but he's all right. We'd like to thank Renault, all our listeners, joined today, obviously by the legend that is Sir Farrell. Obviously, with, with Galway playing, uh, delighted to have Cyril with us. I'm not too sure, Cyril, are you too interested in the golf? Well, it wouldn't worry me like who'd win it or look at it, but I must say I got my steps in, I think, for the week. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not for the day, a week, I put it down. You were entitled to the coffee I and was, the couple yeah, of biscuits. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Well, the, the biscuits with, with, with these ads around, with Rhino and, and, and Landers around, you don't get too no, many. No, <laughs> no, it's fairly clean, all right. You have to dip first fairly fast. <laughs> so you're all very welcome along, lads. Uh, obviously... We're here after semi-final weekend, as it's known as now. Um, a great weekend in Dublin, a great buzz around, even though the hotels are gone very expensive. Up there, some people managed to uh, beg, borrow or steal a room. Uh, as the great Kieran McDermott, who, who played in Murty's last night, uh, we thought we might have something to celebrate, but we didn't. Uh, after first time in 11 years, Kieran played a gig, but his old song back in the 90s is, we'll camp in public houses, in front gardens, we won't care. Because oh. you know, that's what the Dublin Jackings do when they come down to Clare. I, <laughs> so, uh, I think he gave it a good laugh. I just missed him. He was just packing up the gear when I got back. Obviously a long drive back, but we're in the company of the great Johnny Callan. So uh, we, did, we didn't feel the road home anyway with discussing tactics and who was good and who was bad. And to nearly do your notes for the podcast, talking to Cal for the whole journey. Speaking about singing out there, Dela, I have to tell you, I went to Elton John. And when I, when I saw the clear result on Saturday, I was thinking of candling the wind. After one, I, was I thought you were going to say goodbye Yellow Brick Road. No, well, I was actually going, I was thinking to myself that I'm still standing, is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get any more in there? Like. <laughs> but uh, great weekend, TJ. We were up for the whole shooting match. Uh, we enjoyed it. It's kind of, as Callan says to me now, it's nearly like the Murphy's fixture now in Cheltenham. Like, it's, it's week. I know it isn't the All-Ireland weekend. But it's nearly the fixture you'd like to go to and make a night of it and you take in the half five Saturday evening game and then you're there and he's home pretty early then on the on the Sunday. So uh, we happen to meet yourself and the lovely Louise. Yes. Along with a few more. Yeah. She, she in, in no, great no, hospitality no, also in Dublin from the great Hugh Horrigan and the Boar's Head. Hugh was brilliant to us in Paris after as well as Saturday night. But as you said, perfect weekend for Hurland fans. We felt the four best teams were in the semi-finals. It was set up perfectly. Um, Saturday evening game obviously a little disappointing which we'll touch on in a while but yeah overall great weekend and his atmosphere in Crow Park was excellent and in fairness on Sunday there half through the second half when the game was in the melting pot every Hurling fan wants that two teams fronting up having a call off each other and in fairness it was hard to call there but maybe 
seven or ten minutes to go, like it was anyone's game. It was a it was a gripping encounter, sir. We'll go back to Saturday, which was disappointing and from a Clare men's point of view, we had a great year off the boys, but oh, just yeah. didn't go well. But yesterday I got uh, Rory O'Neill got me uh, my name in the box for the press box, even though I was off duty. Uh, so I took her seat good high back up along and I looked across in the seventy second minute over to the Cusack, which upper and lower was full. Um, and there wasn't a single person on either aisle of the steps to get out or come in or go for you know the better ones. People were sitting down yeah, yeah, two minutes into it. Was, it was that kind of a game. And talking about the weekend, the thing that dawned on me on Sunday morning, uh, in around the, the juries, you know, was the amount of northern people, especially from Antrim, they were coming over. I couldn't believe it, and they were telling me that they come down every year. This is their weekend. For the more than the yeah. for they're the going to get in. Yeah. They get in Saturday and Sunday. The book in. Okay, they said one letter saying it's costing a thousand euros extra. He said, I don't mind, this is my passion. He had a full family there. But like, you'd have to admire their, you know, yeah. their love of the game. And like, they weren't shouting for anyone, but they, yes. they could get real enjoyment. Okay, Claire, look, had a good year. Look, they came up against, let's see, Cody lads behind all everyone. The only ones giving out about Cody are the lads down in Kilkenny. <laughs> but he has them spoiled because we're going into that match Saturday. Three, three Leicester titles in a row. They're not that easy to win. Not a word about them. No, they're supposed to be no good and they have this and that. And he, he lays in the gra- like It's like lying in the grass waiting and he had everything perfect. Like They came out, any chance they got, they, they were ferocious in the tackle, they played with fierce intensity and like the rock clear because clear were after doing that to Limerick even though they didn't win the Munster final. But it's very hard to replicate that again. Like and, you know, The day against Wexford are probably a little bit flat and you'd expect you know, everyone saying, well, the matches are better. Well, that's a debate, lads. Are the matches better or are you better to get the four weeks clear? And like, you know, like When it works out, you know, I say yes. Yeah, yeah. If Kilkenny were beaten, you'd say no. And yeah. like same with Limerick and Gaul. But like, you have to admire him because he produces. Fa- the lad I'm watching this year, the lad has caught my eye all year. When I say caught my eye all year, I saw him early on. I said, Jesus, where is he after now? Keen Kenny. He had him corner forward. I think he played him full forward midfield against Dublin. I'd say they didn't even know him. But I'll tell he's you a club mate, of course. If he's yeah, 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 but that wouldn't. That probably, wouldn't but no, but he's probably watching him since yeah, he's 14. He you wouldn't know? make him pop. Oh, Jimmy, no. Like be, yeah, but. Down to Jackie Turley said he has the skill of, of TJ, which shows you like, but by the end of the year I was saying this guy could be the, the new kid on the block. No, he still has to do it in the, on the big day, but by God, he did it to clear, like, and he's not one that should be picking out the whole time. Like the match on Sunday, like it, it was an epic really in the sense. Now, to me, Galway were disappointed. They were disappointed at the loss, but the performance was good. I think any genuine supporter in Galway would feel they performed as well as they could because Limerick was still the best team. They're still the benchmark. Without fully hitting the high that they did last year, but they have another game to do that in. And if they do that, they're, they're going for three in a row, and that's not easy to do, as you know. Yeah, Mark, you, you hit the road after being at Elton. Um, I hit the spots. You, you hit the road yourself, and which of the boys? Matthew. Matthew. The middle. Got the nod. The Matthew, yeah. Smart again Sunday morning, soccer. I was, I actually, in fairness, said Jim Dyla. This first going to go across channel, I said. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's on it, he is. <laughs> and Mark will be the agent, sure. <laughs> Perfect. Scores. We, we live on a plan for him. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, like, you know. But, um, yeah, do you know what? I, I, I wasn't in a position to go on Saturday, but I really wanted to go to Crow Park for one of the matches for the weekend. So I tried to encourage the whole lot of us to go, but ourselves said, no, the Smart is booked into soccer camp on yeah, Sunday morning so I said grand I said we'll cast the coin which one the other two so if you ask the match who came with me and he absolutely loved it and yeah. uh, you know it was great to be there and he said to me during the game well at least it isn't like last year's all out and final it isn't over after the first quarter so he was watching intensely but um, I, I, I felt as a neutral it was a great game to be at 
to Holland was brilliant, the intensity and the fact that it was tight right down to the last couple of minutes, Anthony. And um, I would have been one of the fellas and said, uh, I suppose in the preview that I felt that that Galway might come up short and that uh, that Limerick might win with a bit to spare. Um, yeah, you were like, given a good few points in it. I was, I was, I was. But like a JP horse that you need to win the next set, you just got up on the line, on the nod, sure and there's only one time to be in front. So, I mean, I suppose there'll be a lot of pundits out there now given, you know, saying that they're gone backwards and so isn't it great now for the next couple of weeks who's going to win the All-Ireland? Brilliant. Cody probably like four weeks, did you? Oh, he'd probably love four weeks, but he, we, we talk about how he manages breaks. We spoke about it last week, he does it really, really well. 90,000 people, 40,000 there on Saturday, 50,000 there on Sunday. Brilliant for the GA. And I met a guy who said that he owed you two euros. He said, you bailed him out at the Toll Bridge. David, he came up to me. He gave me the two euros. So I now have proof that two euros has been passed over. Just the, the, the day of the league match, Karen Limerick. Huge crowd coming out. And I rushed him, getting off the train Limerick Junction. Aoife clicked to me. It's a small world. It was led in front of me. He thought he could, he could use the card. And he'd know two euros, David, from... He's West Limerick anyway, is he? He's, yeah. Big Limerick fan. But yeah. in fairness to David, he owed me nothing. He sent a, a lovely restaurant voucher, which was used by another daughter well, of mine. Your, your, two, your two euros has now been returned. Ah, uh, yeah. Was, that was handed over this morning, yeah. Dear Dave, I, it was the best two euros I ever spent anyway. Uh, mighty, mighty. And on Cyril's point, TJ, like they won't get tickets for the final. We all know the, the logistics of the final. There'll be no children's section. But at Cyril's point... The Northern lads, yeah, they, they see four teams as well, four of sets of their heroes, not just yeah. two teams, like not just two 15s and whoever comes on, they see four of them over the two days. It's fantastic. Yeah. In fairness to the GA, the, with the queues extending, the, the, the tickets for the kids, it's, it's a good job and it's, it, it's very reasonable to bring them to the match. I know it's difficult for the Ireland final, it is the showpiece and the tickets will be dearer and there's no kids' tickets, but I suppose that's the way it is in normal yeah. big sporting events, it's the main day in the GA. But uh, as I said, we felt that we had four best teams, plenty of heroes and plenty of really, really good hurlers to go and see. So yeah, just just a great weekend. And in fairness, you have to say overall that the game yesterday def- def- definitely made up for it. And we'll probably talk about the minor game as well in the wild, which was just like unbelievable in unbelievable. different senses, both yeah. good and bad. We'll say. So yeah, just a really good weekend for hurling. Yeah, and, and I'd have to compliment uh, Crow Park as well because we had a, I had a couple of premium tickets from a friend of mine who gave me two, and we went in for the grub. And you know, it felt like you know there was, there was beef and then there was turkey, and I said, Look, could I get a slice of both there? No problem at all. He said, and Did you not ask I, for the rations and the sausages? That's, that's the typical cork man looking for extras. <laughs> <laughs> they never fail, do they? Think? No, no. But you know, there was a great ah, yeah, and, they're back, and, the, and, and they're back in the news yeah. again today, sir. There, yeah. Well, so there's, a, there's a job there now for any that want to. What about you when you go to cork? Make yourself known, I'm officially. Work. Gone into the back room. I'm a, I'm a technical <laughs> advisor. Tell a wonderful thing from the weekend. I actually met the umpire uh, who was umpiring at the side of the goal where Tony Kelly cut the ball over the bar in the Munster final. He levelled it. He actually kept the slitter. He gave it to me. And uh, we met him, yeah. We met him, yeah. Uh, John Keenan's lad. John Keenan's lad. And he, he gave me the slitter and I gave it to you uh, in the board's head. So if anybody wants to go and see the ball, the Tony Kelly cut over, cut over the bar. Morty Browns. No, pop into Pew in the board. Left in the board. It. Oh, behind, did you? It's, yeah. behind, it's behind the counter. Oh, brilliant. No better man. And uh, if John Keenan gets the final shirt, I can go up and have a good look at it in the morning. <laughs> one thing that struck me as well, lads, I was in the press box good and early because I wanted to see the minor. So one of the lads, the shorts there, fair sound now, your programme is handed to you. And do you want to watch the minor? And the load of lads were in the yeah, canteen right, watching it. So I'd love to watch it here on the screen. I said, so he gave me a little private you know, but I didn't have this on the game on for the reporters. So I got to sit down and uh, watch watch the full uh, minor game and, and just fabulous. But what, what really struck me was a good hour and a half before the senior match obviously it was Thomas Walsh and his officials 
came out. They were like lads that were playing lads. They had a look round. They had a walk down. Both umpires went down to the goals. Now, I know they went to Hawkeye a few times and maybe yeah. put up a flag a few times, but they went down, stood where they were going to stand, getting a, getting a feel for the whole thing. Now, you mind, they looked like that. I'm not going to be hard on them now. It's a hard job, no. obviously. And go to Hawkeye now. But well, that's what Hawkeye is there for, to be fair. And like, now, we'd like it a bit quicker, sir, than, yeah, than well, the play okay, being yeah. poked out. But that, that's another thing. If, if there was a goal scored when, when it was played back, it would probably be slow. That would be another big issue. And I suppose, as someone said, it, uh, talking here before, Maybe we should have different colours. That when it is a tar, it should be a green light. It should be the green, that, that make the green, the green line. Yeah, you know, make yeah. it easier, make yeah. it faster. Yeah. But it's faster. you know, Hawkeye. In fairness to TJ, you know, you could have done with Hawkeye a couple of years ago with the minor yeah, and the other twenty-one this year. So, two of the three Hawkeyes yesterday were points that were scored for Galway, and they were waved as kneels. Was so Hawkeye paying them back like? Wasn't yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it both happy enough. But it's happy enough with technology. Decisions yeah, but but lads. It bolds the question, and it shouldn't have to be a question. In all the major, where are the major? You have, you have Cork, Limerick, Turles, Tullamore, Port Leash, Crow Park, the main ones. There should be Hawkeye everywhere for championship matches. It doesn't make sense that it's only in Turles or in, in, in Crow Park. Well, the fact that the marriages are gone so far. That's what I mean. You know, look what you've all trained. You've captained winning teams. You've played winning teams and losing teams. And that time there was none. It was all margins. Like, if there was no Hawkeye, probably got two points somewhere in points and it's right to have it but it should be the same for all the championship game it should be in all the venues like to, to, have, to have disqualified say having a replay sure lord god I'd say we're the only association in the world that throws away money like that why not put it back into Hawkeye why not put it back into the young lads coaching put the millions back in that they're throwing away it doesn't yeah. having the young lads the damnedest of all this year was the minor match going to penalties between Clare and, 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 and Tip there were so they were falling over, they were so excited and so weak. Like, it wasn't fair to them. Like, I don't know who's making the decisions. Like, they have this thing, we want the games played out. Well, the, the decision way. is kind of yeah. made because of the shortened seasons. Or but you're shortened the season, the but you're looking, there's a, game, there's a week in between. What shortened We'd season? We'd be split on this here now. Oh, yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it, it, it doesn't. It, if it you're promoting. But it could have been extra time yeah. penalties. Yesterday. Yeah. But if you're promoting the game, you put the minor final below Nolan Park. Good crowd then. The Antrim people that I met would have loved to have seen the, entra- the, the match. Now, we asked the guy inside in, in, screen. in the jury's, jury's hotel. There was a soccer match on from, I don't know, was it Amsterdam or Germany or somewhere? It wasn't even... Now, I got it, I did what you did, went over early, got it in... That's one thing with juries, though. Why, we two big screens, the people were allowed in yeah. at two o'clock. Yeah. Why not let the people in at half one? Yeah. Put on the minor match on the two big screens. Well, like, the That'd be common sense, I suppose. That would have been beautiful. But juries <laughs> are supposed to be a J hotel. Yeah. So the name of God, like we just need to tighten up on a few things. But at this point, it was happens in the ground, sir, it would have been mighty. Yeah. But, but TJ, TJ, if you give it, just say there's 30 on a panel, 30 on a panel of tip and off the lads, and you did a, you did a, a survey of, of them all, where would they like to play, in Nolan Park or Torres or Crow Park, for a final, yeah. I can guarantee you there'd be one place, Crow Park. That's where they love to play the finals. A big day for young fellas, for the mothers, the fathers, but also a thing leading on to the future. You want to be there again, because yeah. that's where the big ones are played. Well, we, we did kind of mention earlier in the year that maybe a good call not to let 16-year-olds in front of the biggest day of all, but perfect before a semi-final. Yeah, like, you know, uh, like, you know wouldn't yes, be a full, full house. You know. Well, I, what I can see happen is, is a big, one of these semi-finals, or a final, with no match on in front, you're going to have... Twenty or 30,000 people coming late. Well, in time to the match, the styles won't be able to take them, and you'll have an All-Ireland final fixed for half three, and it won't take place till about 10 to 4. It's on the cards. It's going to happen. 
Well, it didn't. It didn't start to start till about three thirty-four yesterday because yeah. they wouldn't line up for the parade. Well, yeah. Jerry Grogan. Jerry Grogan was going uh, well, absolutely blue by the start, Will you get over coming, to the parade? They'll start coming late to the styles. They won't be in time because there's nothing of them to yes. see. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it just for me, and I said it to a few people in the press box. Why couldn't we be watching the minor and there'd be two uh, massive, beautiful screens we have here? Yeah. And one lad, a journalist, said to me. That would make total common sense, they don't know. Like, and look, we don't always get things right here, but I think these are practical things. If this is if this is going to clash again, we would ideally like to see the minor match on there. Yes, only common that sense, like it was, and it would have allowed everybody from Offaly. And isn't it incredible to think that there was twenty-seven thousand people went to the minor final? Mm. That's a ferocious crowd, and like. Like, this money 16 or 17, and they put on some performance. Well, Don Logating said it last night, Mark, that, you know, there's no, he doesn't think there's any other possible under spectacle under 17 yeah. in the world that could draw 27,000 to one venue. Yeah. No, we could saw 14 or 15,000 at the Linster fight. No, like, it just shows it. Yeah. yeah, well, like, you had the two teams, I think, Offaly, even though they were very unlucky yesterday, were the dream team, like, right. in a sense, they were the top, and yeah. that coming from the, the doldrums that they've gone into, yeah. you know. Everyone wanted them to win it, but I guess Tip and James Woodlock, he's, he oh, yeah. might have yeah. rolled his luck a little bit this year, but he got it done, Woody, fair play to you, and hard luck to Leo, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, he might bit. be the lucky general, because a few matches I've seen them, they've got the break, like, fair play. And there's a help. There's a help. And we're not taking away from you at all, Woody, like, yeah, superb yeah. job, and you could see on the line there as well, that you absolute enthusiasm for the whole thing, as you were as a midfielder, and... I suppose heartbreak for Leo and, and Johnny Pilk and the lads, but uh, lads, I suppose to to kick it off with the, with the first one uh, as a clear man, I suppose I'm I was scuttled and I was on duty. It was hard to know what to say afterwards, to be honest. Um, I see the two euros again there now, TJ. It's after appearance. Is that four euros I'm going to get? And I need it. I need it after the weekend. I bought four tickets for Saturday and couldn't get rid of them. I thought it was a great idea early in the week. Imagine that, 200 snots handed over to Ticketmaster and the GA. Doesn't like me to be cut like that. But anyway, um, if you could just give me four again now for the final, that would, that would do lovely. But disappointing, I suppose. TJ, I had heard, I didn't even say it on Friday, that John Conlon was doubtful. I had heard. But what I heard was that he would start. But when we saw him in the warm-up, I suppose... Was and I let's I'll have to say after coming off uh, the podcast on Friday with Hoagie and we know you're enjoying uh, Mallorca Hoagie hope you don't get scalded and uh, well done and I'm paying over the two hundred quid to come on racing Mac Lenders is is just in total shock that was Unbelievable. it came into the account this morning Unbelievable and there will definitely be a receipt for that now <laughs> <laughs> Hoagie well done but, and you're in as an ambassador as well now that's the bad news you have to turn up from Eaton's and he'll be on your case. But no, after listening to Hoagie, lads, he's, he, 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 I just got the smell off him and I said it. As soon as we came off, I leashed it to me. How did that go? And I said, it's great, great old show. We'd Hoagie from Mallorca. It's mad, mad world now we live in. Oh, God, she said, yeah, fair play to him. And, and I said, I didn't like the vibes off him from a clear point of view. Training had gone well. The camp, the training camp weekend had gone very well. There was no injuries he knew about. Uh, and I just thought, I, you know, are we ready for this? And I, I hoped we were. The general thing in clear was the dirty diesel was blown off in 10 minutes against Wexford but I felt I felt against Wexford we lacked a bit of energy TJ and I got a huge sense of that on Saturday but they're running off the shoulder even if you look at the, t- the couple of goal chances maybe I look at Peter Duggins and I think it was um, Michael was doing the Michael Dignan was doing the co-commentary and he said like he could have laid it off but I think I don't know who was running maybe it was David Reedy nice. he, he was behind him still like and the pass for the Aaron Channel one was slightly overcooked by Davy Fitz who had a good game to be fair to him. And even in the second half when Shane O'Donnell tried to burst through, I don't know who was on the overlag. It was David Fitz actually himself at that stage. He wasn't able to get up ahead of, of Shane O'Donnell. I just felt that little bit of energy was missing from Clare and probably sucked out in with the John Conlon news. 
we were all surprised with the Paddy Fitz call. We hadn't seen him all year, no Paddy from Club Hurling and Clare, mighty man, and he's seen a lot of action under Brian Lohan, to be fair. Um, but we were all surprised it wasn't Keen Nolan or possibly Aaron Fitzgerald. And then early on, I suppose a couple of chances, and then Tony missing the early free. It seemed to me it sucked the life out of Clare, and, and Kilkenny started, of course, as Searle has said, they started on fire and they started up for it. And not to say that Clare lads going up to an Ireland semi final, of course they were up for it, teach, but. When that kind of thing, energy sucked out of you and the other crowd, smell it and they get that energy straight away. Yeah, I think you've nailed it there. Um, I would have been one of the ones who tipped clear beforehand, uh, albeit we were questioning how Cody was going to use that break and how masterful he's been at it in the past. And he's, he, quite, he spoke about it straight after the Fight game. He said it, it, was, it was perfect for them. They got a lot of games played. And he just said that since the start of the championship until after the Leinster final, there is really no time for training. It was kind of just going from game yeah, to game yeah. to game. Like, so they didn't get a chance to get a 15 or 15s. And he just credited that. I didn't know anything about John Conlon thing until I got to the ground and then I had heard obviously the pipes I was majorly surprised I suppose that first of all that he was out and then this, the way they went I know Davy Mack had a super game at centre back and I'd say in fairness he could, play, he could play anywhere the other one or two things before the game that you were hoping that Lohan would get right were I suppose the positioning of Tony Kelly we possibly thought that Mikey Butler would do what he did I thought he would have been better positioned inside. I think he would have been better for them. Their use of the ball to the inside line, where you had David Reedy and Ian Gallivan in the two corner forwards, and there was like lorry ball in high, and then very early on, you could see the Kilkenny were dominating the sky. Hugh Lawler caught a brilliant yeah. ball, and he's a kind of a, a little bit like a Brian Lohan was in the past, now, like growing into that role. When he catches the ball in the sky, it lifts the whole thing. But they seem to get everything right. Uh, Claire had 11 wides in the first half. Tony Kelly and the freeze, we questioned. He missed a couple in the months of final in the second half. He was taken off him again the last day. And then when he misses that first one, which is normally straightforward by his standards, as you said, again, starting to drain things. Then the energy wasn't in the legs. And then it just wasn't happening for Claire. And you could just nearly feel this game going away. And then by half time, 117 to six points. Uh, Claire had 11 wides in the first half. Kilkenny, it's gone. Like. Kilkenny had won wide in the first half. All, the, all those stats speak for themselves. It just wasn't happening. And Tony Kelly, just, he just wasn't as busy and as in and out. And I just felt that he might have been played in a place where Kilkenny were happy for him to be, around that half hour <coughs> line, where yeah. they had numbers on the place. So would you put him full, TJ? And would there have been a question then for Cody whether he left Hugh Lawler, I think where so. he's happy? Like if, you, if you'd asked me before the game, I would have positioned him. I would have sent Peter Duggan to centre forward to kind of maybe win, win some aerial ball. I would have played Tony in the full forward and inside and maybe try to work the ball. The way they have done it all year now. Mm. They, they, they're running off the shoulder. Their use of the ball has been very good. But for whatever reason, in the first half, the game came unstuck. I'm not sure how much John Conlon's influence would have been missed. That's potentially a factor. And I don't know. Would, would, it, would it have been outlandish to start Tony Kelly at centre-back? That's, that's what could have happened. Yeah. Have you might think while we were walking the course outside, yeah, looking yeah, at Ian Moosenham, yeah, you, yeah, said, you said that was... Like, I know to be outside the box but you look at it in the, the, the numbers now don't mean anything anymore he'd be a tackle centre back he could sweep forward like and as you say off the shoulder now then Brian Cody would have to say now how can he put how can he put up Mickey Butler so he can but like to throw the thing the cat among the pigeons and you'll be bringing on a forward there are plenty of forwards so I know to be you're thinking different but like you have to do two maybe daft things but going back on the Clare campaign they had all very hard matches in Munster and even against Wexford 
They won the match, but there was no reference much played to the point that Rory O'Connor got injured. Now, he's the Tony Kelly of Wexford for, for, for Wexford. He's, he's the Tony Kelly of Clare for Wexford. Plus, the two wrecks, who I rate very high, they're small in stature, but by God, they're tight markers. They went off injured near the end, and Wexford wouldn't have the firepower that, that the other teams would have. And, OK, Wexford, or Clare got over the line. While all that was happening, Professor Cody is looking on, and he's at home. And, lads, you watch him. You've, you've all heard. When did you see Kilkenny playing challenge matches for... for you know, for championship. They don't do that. They're used to, he was always used to, say, winning Leinster. And he was always used to getting that, even before it's not out, getting that few weeks. And his thing is, get them few weeks, and the training is savage. You know, that's that's the way to work. They don't look for challenge games for other counties. They do the inside training. Yeah. And he had a spot, like, whatever he did, he had a spot on the last time. Well, the influence we, in the first yeah. half was incredible. Incredible, yeah. incredible. Cody, TJ yeah. Reid. Richie Reid. Richie Reid. Yeah. What TJ was doing, he's... General passing, fielding, free take. Yeah, and what what was teaching? And Mark, like, an awful lot of talk last night about about, and we always reference it because the Sunday game was great to you know give us different thoughts on things, and the, the boys have all day to be coming up. But you know, I know we're roughing indoors, I've heard. But like, it was all talk about any change in their game and working through the lines. But so often Murph just went down on TJ's head, oh, yeah. and if they could, like Paul Flanagan is in contention for an all-star he was outstanding all year for us but he doesn't want to be one-on-one on TJ for high balls and they managed to engineer that Murph sees it down the field and just bangs it down and she reads yeah, sure. like, look at the puck out Murph in the ball I think it was McInerney went up and out to go wide or the next yeah. thing uh, Welch is below on his own out in the wing far spot no one near he picks it out bang over the bar like, very kind of simple stuff but if that happened in a club match you'd be given out like hell like you know but just as you said the energy didn't seem to be there but just that Kilkenny are so clinical and like they're so good at, at kind of taking the right options when they're under pressure. If they get a chance to score, nine times out of ten they'll score. If the score is on, they'll do the right thing with the ball. And, and I think if Clare look back in the first half, especially sort of in 11 wides, but some of them they were from places that you shouldn't really have been shooting. They finished with 24 mm. wides overall. and Probably a record these. Nobody on the RTE WhatsApp page. Now that would include producers, bosses, everything, and all the analysts could ever remember a higher total. In a, in a big game, like yeah, yeah so it's a fair. It's How many did you say Kilkenny had in the first half? One, one, eleven, one. It's very efficient, like. But it's, it's use of the ball yeah. and, and, and it's making sure that thing isn't working for you. Like they just didn't work the ball, and as they said, maybe it was the energy, but they just didn't work the ball with the same efficiency. And the physicality wasn't yeah. there either. For but psychologically, Conlon must have been a massive blow. He's the spiritual leader of that defence. It would be the same if Tony Kelly was out on the other side of the field. Mm. He was a big blow, and particularly as was. You always think your injured man is nearly always going to make it. Yeah. No, it was called early in the week that he wasn't was going to be drinking. It's a hip lower back thing that's okay, ongoing right. with John Lee, but it's flared. I think yeah. this is what I'm led to believe, so we don't hear anything on the camera. And you know, more often than not, your injured player, we always kind of feel they're going to be there today in the championship. I think that certainly would have been a, a blow to them. Then TK missing the free earlier on, and everything that Kilkenny got went over the bar. Mm. And it does suck the energy out of it. It sucks the energy from the crowd as well because Kilkenny came in. Huge travelling sport. Yeah, like, you, you know, took over though. Nothing to kind of. But he was your 16th man. The crowd was the 16th man. Yeah. And they sucked the energy straight out of the Clare crowd. And that, I think, had a big effect. But some of the decisions they made, I mean, David Fitzgerald was fantastic. And he's been brilliant all year. He'd be disappointed maybe, Anthony, I think, with some of the shots that he took on and didn't score. Uh, but he had a fantastic... He had the same as Diarmuid Ryan, had a fantastic season as well. I think the first was a 46 minutes, they had only 10 points scored. And then in the next 10 minutes, they scored 9 points. So, you know, it just shows you in the first 40 minutes, 
they weren't they just didn't really get into the game like you know yeah look I think we overall that Clare that was the worst performance of the year and you can't do it against Kilkenny in semi final but Clare have been great like the support from the Clare public to the team and the management been it's been just been you know it has grown and grown and and the belief now it was it finished with a you know a bit of a damp squid but look. Do you, f- do you feel that the two matches against Limerick in the round robin and the Munster final knocked the, sh- the sugar out of them? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's well, you, si- you know, si- in later times, Mark, since we all accepted the provincial title is not quite what it was. No, we so much value on the Munster title, all of us, and mm. you'll know what we think of that several as well. And you know, but I think they absolutely went savage. Like they knew Keane Lynch was out, Peter Casey was out. And yeah. they said, look, this is a massive chance. We haven't won it since 98. Mm. Let's go and win the Munster title back. And I think it took them a long time to recover, yeah. you know, physically and emotionally as well. And, and Cody has come out and said that the, the four-week block that they got after the Leinster final has been a huge contributor to the energy. And they, they won brought. it. Yeah. So, they won it. Yes. So like, and underdogs going into a semi-final then after winning Leinster. Yeah. I think you'd have to say that I'd say, I'd say that Clare team is possibly jaded at this moment in time and obviously TJ Reid alluded to it straight after the game and so far that I said look you know, we, we've been written off Leinster Hurling isn't what it is in Munster and we were waiting in the long grass oh, yeah. so, now very seldom do you get a fellow that comes straight out and say we were actually in the long grass waiting like, well, and there was a real smile on his face like, of all the know? teams going Kilkenny like waiting in the long grass like in Munster Limerick are the benchmark they're the benchmark for the country but there's no doubt about it in Munster, they're still the benchmark. And the other four counties, on any given day, they're capable of beating one another. In Leinster, it's evener. Now, Kilkenny are still the benchmark, but like Wexford on a day can beat them, Galway might beat them now and again, Dublin run them close. That's what's there. It's not to the same level. Like, there's no Leash or Westmeath, in, in, with all due respects, in Munster, where there is in Leinster. Like, uh, Kilkenny started off their campaign this year against, you know, against the two lesser teams. But, like, to be fair to Cody, he kept chopping and changing. He was never happy all the year. But all of a sudden, he seems to have got his, you know, he's got his soldiers right. And Their game plan has been kind of flickering, too. It has. Between the old and the new, yeah. yeah and yeah. that's a use of the ball. A couple of things for me that stuck out is they're really freeing up Richie Reid a lot of games now, and he's hitting an awful lot of ball. A lot of possessions every single game, mm. doing it really well. The other thing that worked beautifully for them was the positioning of Adrian Mullen at 10 he was out wide especially in the first half but they got the ball to him and then he was deadly and he he, he finished up with 5 points in play but to me their game is changing however the basics winning your own ball the energy it won't ever change the work rate (laughs) hooking Blocking, Stop. chasing, yeah. all the kind of stuff. It's funny you should mention that. The match in, in Pierce Stadium, Galway and, and, and Kilkenny, you say Henry and, and, and Brian Cody, Sharp puck out, hand pass going wrong. He used to turn around, he, you can see him, he turned around and he used to give out to his own bench. Not the, not the, not the subs, but his, his back team. And he was effing about it. So bad that the cop had to come down like that. And when the thing would drop, he'd turn around and he'd pull the cap down and he, he was... At them. Like, in other words, now where is your fancy? Like, Henry, <laughs> Henry and Palkinok had to be separated just yeah, but yeah, it was Cody and Martin Comfort and James <laughs> McGarry had to be separated. But like, you know, I'm just saying he was on his own. I think when Cody puts two hands yeah, in the cap and, and lifts it up, when you see him doing that, but I think that that's kind of even off steam, is Someone's getting it. But I, I, t- I think Claire read it wrong. Claire read it wrong yesterday because every time that Owen Murphy put the ball short to say to the likes of Tommy Welch or Lawler, now, Butler was gone out the field. And, and like, you know, you had Paddy Deegan, these guys. When they were allowed to puck it short, Clare never, Clare pulled back. 
But the point is, the modern game, Kilkenny were willing to work it up and they were popping from outside over the bar. Like, that was kind of, that's a new kind of a Kilkenny style. Whereas you say they've all the old traits, but they're well into Hurland. And this guy, Mullen, against Galway in the Leinster final, I was sitting in the queues and the Hogan stand looking out. And every time I looked at him, he had a red helmet on, and even though he picked me, he was a broad midfield, and there was no one near him. And he was popping points, much the same the weekend. Like, he seemed to, they're getting him loose, and he's shooting, you know what I mean? He's, he's good enough to put over the bar. Brilliant player, no? Great yeah. striker. Like, what, what a sick hearing star he was. Yeah, in day, like. Cody has yet to kind of, in, in, in the game in Pierce Stadium, that own Cody with the town. Like, he's still quite enough, you know what I mean? Points players yeah, but right. he's still a good, like, when they turn it on, like there could be anything. Three from TJ, three from Mongody, five from Adrian Mullen. Like, yeah, and points. an unbelievable save from Ever Culligan as well. Like, yeah, unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Saves of the year now. But another thing they did two or three times yesterday, which is unusual. Like Claire, Cleary and these has won the ball, going out solo, maybe casual, and they're getting hurling and tapping it down, depossessing them and putting it back over the bar. Like, it's kind of an art in itself. Like, because yeah. usually when you get the hurl in. It's a free because it hit the hurl, but these guys were just getting in time, just tapping the ball. The ball. The yeah. ball. Down. Yeah, yeah. Dylan, let's talk about the great Mikey Butler for a second. Yeah. <laughs> was guest talking to you, Hoagie you on Friday. In, you led in the block. But he was, he was the records, the record, the kid man, the famous kid man. He was a records sidekick when he was 15, 16. He was, he was the only one that was allowed in at 15 was. Well, Hoagie said, we didn't know how he got in. Yeah. And Hoagie's a Lachlan's as well. Like, yeah. But then he got a bit older and he was starting to be... be no, he was record, like, that's how he yeah, got in. Yeah, yeah. Some story, like, isn't it? It's an incredible story. But, like, as a man marker, I know it was highlighted yeah. last night, he did a job. But, like, obviously he was relishing that role, went after Tony. You could see he was picked in the left cornerback position, then straight away, once the ball was running onto Tony Kelly straight away. Yeah. He was happy to say Tony. Nice. And didn't they tell you that Cody doesn't do tactics? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say men marking was always oh, done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's he's one of the stories of the year, lads. We picked him out on the show, like, a lot of Mondays after league games when we were looking back. This Mikey Butler fella, uh, David Blanchfield was the other fella. He, he came on as a sub. Sure, Obviously, Mikey Carey has probably taken that spot and yeah. with Richie Reid establishing himself at six and, and, and Paddy going to the wing. So they're very settled. And Clown here did a bit of analysis on them using 17 players between 8 and 15 yeah. up, up to yesterday but I did say at the end of it maybe he has just found yeah, he's settled see. for the Leinster final now yeah. which he won and I think there's a fair amount of I know I think Walter will have a big say to get in for the final sir but I think that's a big battle Walter and Parik probably yeah, yeah but he loves yeah. he loves if you look at his track record and sure it is unreal but even in the picking a team he often in the final chose in one no, I don't know has, has he won this year, but like he has sub Biden at the beat. Now the lad there, there's no talk at all about number twenty six, Richie Hogan. Richie Hogan. No. Well, we talked a good bit about yeah, him Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, to you, and didn't from, appear. Yeah, from my information, he's flying it in the league matches, and he's actually been told to play in the league matches, which to me is a good sign. Now all of a sudden he's back on the panel, and like he's a pure dance for manager. You know, he's 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 yeah, but. Like, he could come on and be like I, oh, yeah. Cody would love to bring him on and he'd be the hero yeah. and, and go out on a win and you know while he looked hungry and, and who's going out Richie Hogan or, or, oh, or Cody sure. <laughs> Cody's not going out hey there's, there's no one looking for Co the, the damnedest thing is lads the only place that Cody's get, getting criticism is from the Kilkenny supporters they're the ones that are talking. There's no one else. Everyone else, you only have admiration for him. He's winning before him. You can't talk against him. I, I think like, Saturday changed it. No, it's well, it has so changed they're, they're, it back. Who's going to say it now? Yeah, they're, they're back. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, too, is you spoke about him saying, you know, Keane Kenny's positioning in the middle of the field. Oh. So Kenny set up with Keane Kenny and Conor Brown in the middle of the field, right? And then in the half forward line, basically they had Adrian Mullen at 10. TJ was operating between 11 and 12 positions, jumping in and out, and Padraig Walsh was there. And then inside, on Cody, Massey Keown, and Billy Ryan. Yeah. So it's formidable enough, in fairness. But for me, the runs and the energy that Keane Kenny brought, winning freeze, he ended up with 1-2 himself. 
kind of nice midfielder now, and I'd say just bundles of energy, making loads of runs. Definitely a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, the run for the goal, like yeah. you know, fairness to Walter. Now you have made, to catch the ball. The beauty of having Walter there, lads, for me as well. Like is. We spoke about the shot ball working yeah. through the lines, like for own Cody, I'd say he loved Walter was there. The only thing is he, know, he knows if he starts Walter, he's probably going to be taking him off, which is now like he'd never prefer him on. You know what I mean? Mm. He's still an impact sub. He had like when well, he came he on the last day, he, he, he still he looked very very lively. He looked fit as ever. Another thing, TJ has, and you know, kind of wrote a couple of lines about it today that of course his team, the four in a row team, stopped from the five and all, but then they still came back and won two more, like um they're the greatest team ever. Now, there is a bit of a talk and there's a bit of a feeling to this Limerick team, average age of 26. You know, there's nobody much. Nicky is over 30. Um, Decky, I suppose, is pushing the 30, is he? Yeah. Um, but outside of Graham, outside of those three, and one is a goalie who looks super fit and super ag- agile. There's a lot of talk that it could be another. Will, will there be a lot of talk in the Kilkenny camp about minding the legacy now? No, we'll, I know he can't say that straight out to him, this lads, your older brothers like Parik Walsh and, and Shane on the extended panel to Tommy's legacy and this and that the other. There is, there's lots of different agendas and obviously Limerick will have the 2019 one in the semi-final Correct. where they felt that yeah. they were wrong nearly into the game and they're the last team to beat them in the championship. Mm-hmm. So I would say over the next two weeks that we have plenty little avenues to go down. But, that's but to answer your question, no doubt about it. But Cody, Cody will be in the room. That's where he'd like the four weeks. I think he would love the four weeks he are saying, lads. He will, but are we going to let these boys threaten yeah. what we've done? I don't know what he talk about the pastor, lads. Knowing him, oh. he'll, he'll be on about we'll create our own legacy. Mm. Because he won't he'll, he won't go back to the... Pe- if you ever notice when he's missing players, he will never talk about the guys he's missing. Say, I have 15, they have 15 teenagers, uh, and I have, I have my team. Yeah, never, he never. He won't admit he's missing anyone. Settled spirit, not yeah, a settled team. Yeah. Well, yeah. He said that. But joining to go back to when we spoke about things like Cork and maybe other teams about how far are you away and the margins, right? Like Kilkenny have been beaten twice, right? And yeah. like, do you know when Wexford beat him the last day, maybe people were saying they got to the Leinster final. Like if Galway had, or sorry, Dublin got a result, Kilkenny could have been out. Yeah. So like just getting through it. But then once he got through it, now there's a beautiful set look about him. I don't see too many changes coming for the final now. But you look at this, lads. We're here talking now, and OK, Limerick are the t- benchmark, and they won, they're going for three in a row. But just supposing Kilkenny win the All-Ireland, many All-Stars will they have? Yeah, whoever wins it gets the ball. You know what I'm just saying to you? He could make All-Stars out of lads that, you know, that didn't play that well under 20. I've seen a lot of these as playing college. Like, he's, he's a genius that way. Like, cause he, he gets, whatever it is, he gets the best out well, of money. He certainly has seven or eight and put in a good position. He though. has, yeah. He has. yeah. Will they shoot me, Mark, now for bringing up this point? But are we still killing ourselves a monster five for three? And they probably, the dubs are probably not as good this year as the last couple of years yeah. under Matty. Maybe there's yeah. a little bit of transition going they're on. Still hard to beat they, yeah, and they beat, they beat Wexford down there, yeah. like, you know, and they, they're still hard to beat, but it's probably three from four. Yeah, reality. That, that is the reality. It's an incredible situation, like, that, that we find this was a monster that every match that's played in monster is like a cutthroat game, it's like a, a monster, monster final, I suppose, in some respects. There are a couple of handy games, I suppose, and that's not being disrespectful. No. And, I, and I want to make that point because we're getting a bit of stick, I suppose, about the Leinster thing. And with 10 minutes to go against Leinster and or against Clare and Wexford, it looked like there were going to be three Leinster teams in the All-Ireland semi-final. Yep. So, um, but I just feel that um, that four, whatever it is, that four-week break there now and Kilkenny, and I do think, I suppose, we haven't written off. That's the reality. And I think most of the country had written them off as well. And I also think that there's a narrative out there at the moment that says that this Kilkenny team is not as good as the previous Kilkenny teams and that 
you know, look at all the brilliant players that were there in the past and year and all. And I think these lads have probably taken it upon themselves and said, look, lads, we need to create our own bit of history here. Yes, yes. We are Kilkenny players now. We are the guys carrying the torch and the flame and the jersey on our backs. And there'll be nobody disrespect us. I, and I, I suppose a lot of those players are probably saying to themselves, if I'm playing at number 12 or I'm number 5, I'm going to do my best in those positions. And if a man comes up against me and he's better than me, fair enough. But I will be wearing that Kilkenny jersey and I will carry it with respect. And I think the day we disrespect Kilkenny is the day they're going to bite you in the backside. And I think they sent out a clear signal at the weekend. Bring it on now, lads, with all your talk. And oh, yeah. I think... Uh, I, I got plenty of it in the studio from Mr Turl. Ah, yeah, well, probably a bit of it was... Monster hurling discuss. Monster hurling discuss. We all kind of fell into that. We are just saying, like, I'm not... Genie, God, I you ten, I was involved in the Leinster Championship for six years. I yeah. tell you, I know how come, but there is that element that there's no handy game in Munster. No, right there isn't no. any handy game. Monster, no, there's not. There's not. But, but the only thing is about going into this. Other, they get no break week, of course. Either Limerick, Limerick are ready. They know now what they're facing. They'll probably look at it whenever they, they might look at it or they go through the. You know, they know that they're facing a dangerous Kilkenny team. Not yeah. not a team. Kilkenny won't be written off now, like say they were say for Dollar, say two or three, say four weeks ago. Correct. Like as you would say, like when Wexford beat them, half the Kilkenny supporters were, were saying the court should go. Like he doesn't know the mo- you know this sort of modern game. They're kind of they're kind of saying, well, if you get old, your knowledge is no good. You're gone past it. Like you know, <laughs> he can go on and on. If you look at all the top managers in the professional sports. Ancelotti's of this world. Like you know, they're they're not they're not. Won the Champions League, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Won it again. Won, won it again. Like you know, you you go back. Like Alex Ferguson is going well. He got with the age, he got better. Like not, he had a better team. But I'm just saying to you, it doesn't go that way. Like yeah, especially if you build the team around. Yeah. You. Like he you has. Know. Like you know the way he works. His team will die. Whatever 15 is in the jersey, Kilkenny jersey will die for Cody. Whatever 50, whatever is outside rumblings around. Now as you said, TJ, he has stopped all the talk now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See him on the pitch afterwards, and he's chatting to King Kenny and yeah. Ivan Billy Ryan, who look like two of his grandchildren. Yeah. 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 And there they were shooting the breeze and a big yeah. laugh between the three of them. And <laughs> yeah, I think at times there was a lot of talk that there was a bit of disunity in maybe in yeah. the Kilkenny oh. camp after Salt Hill. And if there was, there's no, there's no unity that comes after disunity. It's really yeah, when it comes back together again, I'll tell you what, that's really powerful. But to go back to the Wexford game for a second for them, right, they, they, they just lumped an awful ball did you? and it didn't did. work. So did it nearly have to get to a point where it just absolutely didn't work and it didn't get the result for them to say, do you know what, yeah, we need some bit of a tweak. But in that game, and I think since then, in the Leinster yeah. final and in the semi-final, they have a beautiful mix now. Yeah, yeah. But in that game, you see, Wexford man and they also played a sweeper. They went, you know what I mean. And they but kind Kilkenny of Kilkenny played in their hands. They did, I know they did, but like they kind of, you know, the red hockey and Kilkenny's used to lump the ball in, lump the ball in, and mm-hmm. they were there all day. It wasn't going to happen. And like that was just one of these things. But like they learn fast. They're still at. They're still at the hurl. Like the Liam, Ryan, the Liam Ryans and the Matthew Hanlons loved it. Like yeah. they you know, they're, they're good in the air. Hard and strong and hard. Kilkenny went out to twelfth to one to win the All after that game. Yeah, shrewd for his own way. Had a few quid on them at twelve to one, and if they got to the final, they were getting six to one. Yeah. So they have six to one in the bag, and now they're probably saying to themselves, "Do you know what? I have a right chance yeah, at twelve to one." Yeah. Like, you know, be holding so. on to the docket. Yeah. Claire, they don't, like Lohan, it's, be, it's been a good year. Let's yeah, say. it has been fair. Has um, fair to. Like no, no, nobody, especially Brian, wouldn't have liked for the way maybe it petered out in the first half, and for it to be a beaten docket at yes. half time was just really disappointing. And for, for whatever reason, like, and we touched on a couple of them. It just 
Amaze and Club Park and do that sometimes to teams. You can get found out. It's always going to be close in the final, but but found out. No, I, I think that's. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go along with the found out. I just think non-performance, and we've often been on the sideline. Mm be it a manager or a mentor mm. and you know this is a 50-50 game and next of all you know after three or four minutes everything is going wrong come on let's come back into it you're looking for it you're grasping for something yeah. and it just didn't happen and every time the ball went down the field and went over the bar for Kilkenny and we, I can imagine Brian Lawn and I said to you the other day I said he was chewing iron on the sideline saying God if I could only get out there it, he would have been hurting so much, like you know. Well, he was hurting anyway. Yeah. He's a very bad back injury himself. I think he's damaged his back. So you know, you know, the same life wasn't in Brian. Physically, wasn't able. Yeah. Managing and playing lads, you know, let all the pitches be the same size or some little bit bigger or smaller. But Crow Park plays big. Mm. Whatever it plays big. Crow Park pitch. If it gets a little bit of rain in it, a small little squib, it plays faster. It doesn't get softer. It plays faster. Mm. It's like a, it's at the ball is running the whole time. So if any little thing is going wrong, you're, you're kind of found out. Your, your skill level, everyone's going to be fit. But I'm telling you, if your first touch, if everything isn't right otherwise, you're yeah. going to get caught the pro park above all other pitches. I don't know why, but it does play that. It's bigger. It feels bigger. It plays bigger. Yeah, but I'm going to say, sir, no, we'll, we'll move on to the second match. Well, Claire, great year. A lot of people didn't. And I think we got caught up a little bit in that, Cyril. And I'd say yeah, that to you as well. Yeah. We, we lost the Munster final. One of the best Munster finals played ever. Up there with top ten of all time Munster finals. I'm going to say that. We took on the team that have dominated Hurland for the last five years. We went toe-to-toe them twice this year in Championship and in league. Small bit too much of a congratulatory attitude after the Munster final. The mighty men lost the Munster final. Mighty men. I'm going to say it. I was as bad as anyone. I was so excited after the comeback against Wexford. I went down onto the pitch, you know, and I was up in the in the press box. I went down onto the pitch. I haven't done it in years, you know. And that creeps in. And I, Mark said about the Kilkenny guys challenging themselves to set their own history now, and we have to now take in on board all the good bits of the year. The negative bits the last couple of games yeah. and the other bits around the, the league and everything else look at the great bits we could go toe to toe with Limerick three times and say no lads next step is next year have to be in the tree in Munster and we get to that All-Ireland semi-final we're taking that next step, next step well, actually, or maybe two steps sir. and that has to be we can't yeah. be clapping ourselves on the back saying great year no you're 100% correct but it's hard on a team We've all happened like that when when the when the county goes in behind you it's and goes in behind the team and gets carried away with flags. It's hard on the team to keep. It gets true to the team. It seeps through. You know mm. what I mean. And it's hard and it gets hard. And especially when you're coming say out of the to me, Clare are the dark horse of the championship this year. Okay, they, went, yeah. they got beaten like every other team. Mm. Done. But they are the kind of the team of the of the of the, of the championship so far. You know what I mean? Mm. Had a great year. And as you say, all they've got to do is to build on it. That's that's, that's the that's the, that's the thing. And I got just for you coming yeah. back. Sorry, now, like ninety three, we came from nowhere. Beat Limerick, beat Cork, Cork favourites for the All Ireland. Whole surge, absolutely flopped and didn't come out at all against a tip in the month's final. Ninety four came out and bay tip. You know, Limerick come along. Wasn't it been a major fear factor we'd beaten you? Again, the whole thing. This is the year. Limerick. And I think, you know, look, now and then completely ground. And I think, look, we have the team, the, the squad. There's good young fellas coming through. Quality. Probably Aidan McCarthy needed the whole year to recover yeah, from this leg. What a player he'd be back next year. Get John Conlon back right. Lohan, if you think you're going anywhere, you're not. There's no way. We need we need to keep things together. But we need to push on our ambition now as well. Yeah, Shane Meehan, Keane Nolan, Correct. Mac Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. 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 Great. Great there, there. game time this year as well. Like, but isn't it funny that the two teams that kind of I won't say flop but just fell away were Waterford and Clare had had fantastic 
everybody we put up wall for them as being the second team that we're going to challenge next while they fell probably put Clareland into the second position and they have fell so again it's it's feeding into the narrative of what you're saying that maybe sometimes we're putting the team ahead of you know where they are but, but like, we're inclined to judge the, we're inclined to judge a team or teams a team that wins and what you see less less game you know what I mean yeah. we're all guilty of that the less game the less game because if you judge Cody say on the Lister final you know what I mean but the le- now we're judging that they got everything it's right. It's like Cork last year. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it's 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 a it's a very thin line. As you're talking about Cork, new manager going to come in, maybe one of these boys here. But like to me, they still have they have a terrible lot, from the college team. They have a terrible lot of talent. There's an awful lot of people doing interviews for that job. Is there live? Yeah, <laughs> we, could, we, could, we, could, we could have another, we could have another one this morning. Days out. <laughs> a car, a car, we, and we go back. Oh, we'll yeah, t- yeah, yeah. we touch on it. According to Michael Minahan, the short list is Pat Ryan, Noel Furlong, Paddy Murray, or an outside guy. And he mentioned Liam Sheedy. So yeah. anyway, we leave that. He's probably right. Is your is your name there, Anthony? No, 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 no. And Davy's name isn't down at Don Logan. They were being uh, speculated. Brendan uh, Maher was saying he was sitting between the two potential managers that side, and maybe the two of them working together. So who? knows but anyway let's that's Kilkenny true I think they'll take beating I think there's something about him that's uh, looks savage to me you know I think he'd love four weeks again but anyway uh, let's grip and grip and contest yesterday you know and and, and Mark uh, and you you weren't going to be going and you were going to have to stay at home and but yeah. you took the decision to go up and at 6-1 you might have been saying, yeah. oh, Jenny yeah. Mac, yeah. and yeah. credit Galway, you know, they really weren't going to, they no, played for the manager over. and oh, they didn't 100%. roll over. And the game plan was good. They were brilliant, to be fair. And like, I would have been one of the people that I would have felt that the farm wasn't in the book. I thought they were struggling to get over Cork in the quarter final, and the same in the Leinster final. But they came yesterday with everything. And they produced, obviously, their best performance of the season. And that was right from the goalkeeper right up to the corner forward. But I mean, the likes of Manahan in the middle of the our wing forward, four points from play, probably got three or four more shots off. Glennon in the middle of the field. A lot of new lads that were into the Galway team hurled out of their skin yesterday. And I think then, coming down the stretch with, with a, a couple of minutes on the board, and there was only, it was level at that time, like I thought they were just immense. And then we obviously had a bit of aggro on the sideline between Kinnerk and Shefflin, which just shows you the intensity of what it means. Championship hurling, guys that are putting their whole life on, 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 on hold, I suppose, to, to give everything into their teams. It's going on it's, every day of uh, the year, though, and for a linesman to call out the ref for two yellows. I, know, I just thought, I know. God but, love you. But you know, uh, or as fourth official, I don't know who did it. Doesn't it show that the passion that's involved oh, yeah. in the whole thing? like you know, And like these guys... I just think they're brilliant, brilliant people. Henry and Kinnock and Kylie and all the other people in the background. The stuff that they were able to produce yesterday. I thought, I thought overall as a spectacle, I really enjoyed the game as a neutral. And I didn't mind who won the game, but I just thought the overall, everything went right on the day. Obviously, the technology, the Hawkeye and stuff like that. Yeah, he wasn't with they, you, sir. They, the they Hawkeye. Are, <laughs> well, at least... It was the world wide, like there was no, yeah. you know. But we'd like a call before the puck out is oh, taken. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's something that they'll have to look into, yeah. doesn't it? But I mean, in, in that situation where it took maybe two minutes and the, the ball was popped out, it was in play, it came back up, went out for a line ball, and then it went to Hawkeye. The reason for it is that they had reviewed it. Everybody thought in the stadium that it was a point. So obviously, the, the, whoever was above rocking the man said, no, this isn't the point. We have to actually do the right thing here. Call the referee and say, no, you need to go back to Hawkeye. So 
that is brilliant technology again brilliant. It's, 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 the score actually didn't go on the scoreboard in, in the stadium so mm. we were kind of questioned we thought for a second score because we had five points or four points but isn't it the right thing lads that that is, we get is, the let's get it let's get the word to the right that it may be going to Hawk but you have a competition where you've got Hawkeye and Crow Park and Cyril we don't have it but in fairness it is good to use it we're happy came to the right decision but the question has to be answered answer by Crow Park as to why it isn't in the other stadium. So, yeah, is it a financial situation? That you know, there's too much at stake. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he could have got it in the under twenty one All Ireland this year. Yeah, we'll we'll never, we'll right never really. Well, know see, it, if you're playing for a senior for the Lee McCarthy Cup, the rules are the same for everyone, and the Hawkeye should be there for everyone as well. You know, that's you know, that's that's really what it is. Mm. But going back to the match, like yeah, you'd got an awful lot right, sir. Yeah, but but I just hope. That they're building it because, like, it's like, it's like you know, you know, it was a moral victory. Look at most of the supporters have been up there yesterday. were hoping that they'd play well. Too many those, like, yeah, they were hoping that they would play well, mm-hmm. and uh, they were saying there is a big game in them, and then they were saying, is there, a, is there a big game left in them? There's a lot of them around for a long time. And to be fair, they came up with a, came up with a good game plan that could have won the match, missed too many chances, could have won it, but it worked in the sense that it made Limerick at least sweat, and they, they did perform, you know, on on that big day for Henry, which is great. Now. Henry and his background will have to go back, and how do you improve? Like to me, the way if I was over Galway, what I would love to do, I would love to win, go back in, get your few new players, there's plenty of them around. Teach you know her there, get them in, win your Leinster title, win it. Yeah, win the front door. Win the front door because there's no doubt about it. Like uh, you know, it's okay saying the match has been on, but like as Cody referred to yesterday, with with, with, the, with this round robin system, you can be beaten two or three times. You see, you, get, you don't get much time to train in between. You're playing the matches. If you get a hamstring, you're gone for the. If you get a hamstring in the first match, you won't be ready to about the third match. So you'd you know, like so, the four weeks. Yeah, I'd love the four weeks. Like that, you get but to win first of all and go in winning. Two two things from the interviews from Brian Cody's uh, interview. Yeah. He was asked about the structure of the championship at Hasbro. We said everybody knew the structure of the championship at the start of the year. It's the same for everybody, and and. You know, he was asked, "Do you like it or not?" He said, "It's not about liking it. It's about that's the structure. They have the rules, and you play by the rules." And the other piece I took out of was Henry Shefflin's uh, comments afterwards that, you know, he said the club championship in Galway. He said, "I watched a lot of the games last year, and I felt that the standard needs to be up." He said, "So I think he's put it back to the clubs there now that the standard. You know, he's looking for club championship matches." To be slightly better in terms of the standards. So well, this year the structure is better. The structure is better this year. Twelve years, yeah, and he'll get a chance to see them. What I would love to do is, well, I would love to see for the overall good of the club game, which isn't getting a fair crack. The club should be on first. Start of the year. Start of the year, and then the championship comes in. That all the managers get to see the players, the whole lot. Yeah, well, I know. I'm just saying. That's, that might, uh, again, a divided camp here. Yeah, but like, I, like the thing is that uh, you're, you're you're asking for trouble when the club is non force because all the young fellas can go to America again. If you're down in Shannon Airport between hurlers and footballers, go out, good club fellas, and they'll come back. You know, whenever they come back, like it's it's crazy. Well, just that you mentioned it there, like um, there there was a tweet went out there last week of an awful lot of intercounty footballers who have ended up inside in America for the summer. Yeah. Now that is not the spirit of the split season. So Mark, 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 this is going to happen, Mark. Yeah, we have, we have flagged this. I have three lads gone. One is coming home. All right, yeah. <laughs> Wally, get back quick if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, but no, like. Um, it's like young lads in college are going to travel. Yeah. If, there's not, if there's not, there's a chance to go and play in the USA, earn a few quid by getting a job. The club, unless you're the big big star, you'll they'll be getting you a job. And but I think Henry, Henry would be surprised if he goes to club matches. He only bet one or two. The club standard in Galway. 
It ain't bad, I'll tell you that. Okay. Right? Don't ever fool yourself. Um, to, to go back to the game, in fairness, I suppose again here, right? First of all, really enjoyable game. I thought both mm. teams fronted up like as a spectacle, really good, very intense around the middle third there at times. Some real and very fair to her very, very, very fair, yeah, very honest. fair, yeah. <coughs> but, but both teams very honest. Galway were hit with Grode McInerney. How much of a loss was Grode? Hard to know. Like Joseph Cooney played really well back there, but was Joseph Cooney much missed in, yeah. the, in the half hour line? So he was brilliant back though. He was brilliant back. Their half back line were brilliant. They, they, they got tactically. I thought the boys in Galway got a spot on. Like their use of Cahal Mannion to me killing the space. I know Limerick started really well. Gillan and Shane Flanagan were clinical with those early chances that gave them that bit of a platform. But once Galway grew into the game. Carl Mannion's positioning and he was jumping up and down he was kind of hard to pick up uh, Finton doing the job we'll say on, 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 on Tom Morrissey and um, Joe Cooney and Garrod at times and flip-flop and I thought they got that really well Padraig Mannion probably had his best game for a long what time what about the catch after Keane came on the catch after Keane the crowd had it gone it was unreal wasn't yeah. it Baluba's like with Keane and Kessel yeah. Davy Burke steering around the middle of the field yeah. really, really influential and I, and I thought an awful lot of that stuff was going well they probably the, the two chances for Hawkeye and Connor missed a free there's a couple of small things that just didn't, didn't go their way they had a couple of wides ended up with 12 wides in the first half of the game which is a lot 19 overall but the game for me, the start of the second half, Con Cannon's goal lit it up. Crowder alive now. Uh, 52 minutes, the match was a draw. On 60 minutes, Galway were actually a point up, 118 to 20. 70 minutes, Galway were a point down. And then, like, you're, you're down where the oxygen is getting really, really scarce. And in fairness to Limerick, they dug it out. I thought maybe when Limerick were two points up, Evan Nyland doing fortune for him, that one slipped yeah. away. If he, if he, if he could have brought that back to one, back to one yeah. we might have been looking yeah. at a, a draw game. Just get a possession. From Limerick's point of view, again, the reliance of Dermot Burns' flan range frees, incredible. Those six frees are just absolutely... First four scores in the second half. Unbelievable. And like, it was none of them easy. No, no. As I pointed out last night, they did it really well. And Kyle Hayes' the second half as well, just phenomenal. He's work rate, he's running. Mm. He's just sheer physical best, presence around there. Best, best game of the season. Yeah. Best, and best. Yeah. can rove Aubrey and stretch the legs. Aubrey can use his pace, like, that's yeah. the big thing. Yeah, really. and then obviously the Limerick bench, like the subs, the caliber of subs they brought on. Obviously, Peter Casey and Keane, uh, Conor Boyle and Cahal O'Neill, all, all really, really good players. But yesterday, it felt David yeah, really. He's been around the block a long time. He's had a couple of starts in different championship games, and he's always contributed something. But yesterday, it might have been his biggest contribution to this setup in years. He's a great shooter, TJ. He's a brilliant shooter. I'm a neutral watching, and you, but if I'm thinking with, with a Limerick, if I'm wearing a Galway jersey, I'm looking for yeah. it to go maybe to Davy Burke if it's a long range shot. Really, some shooter. Yeah, he's taking freeze as well for Limerick in, in, yes, in, yeah, in games. Yeah. So, yeah, no, in, in fairness, but yesterday, those scores weren't easy at a critical time, cool head, but again, their overall composure going down that stretch. And just hungry for work. I think TJ, yeah. the big thing about Limerick yes, was that when the real pressure came out from Galway, they didn't deviate from their game plan. Yeah. That's what they did against Kilkenny a few years ago. They kind of lost the game plan and Kilkenny won the game. Yesterday, yeah. when Galway were really coming at them and OK, Miss yeah. you, they, they still played. In first to Galway, they asked plenty of questions. Well, they did, I, yeah. I, I thought and I was they put behind, them, they put behind themselves more positions to win it, yeah. I thought there was a bit of aggro there and like there was, like Galway definitely got to them. Like They were, they were definitely gaining. And like like for Paul to get a yellow card is unusual. Yeah, well, it's probably more like it's, it's Henry up the line now. If he's going to influence the linesman, I'm, I'm getting stuck yeah, in here. Which, which and he's a big name it. now. Now maybe not as a player, he was a good yeah. footballer. Yeah. But uh, he's a huge name in the coaching world. Obviously, yeah, name, probably yeah. the biggest for a long, long time. But TJ, like going through the matches, I failed to be clear three times in the year. I thought you were a good bit ahead of Waterford, but allowed them to get two goals. It got tight. 
he struggled to put away a tip team that didn't go well, let's say. Yesterday was an awful ferocious, but have you come back a bit? Or is the posse catching up? Or Keane Lynch is missing? This is my big thing. And Peter Casey, another. I, 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 think, I, think, I think that's huge. Like Peter Casey and Keane would have been possibly two of Limerick's better forwards. It's the whole of the year, number one. Whole of the year, yeah. And, and I felt like it was on for man of the match in the other points. Peter scoring like uh, averaging four or five points a game. So that, that, that's been massive to be able to pull through to here. And we've had a situation where Kyle Hayes was out. And, you know, different players at different times, key players being out. But you'd have to say the lads have negotiated. Yeah. The, 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 the route back to the Ireland final exceptionally well we're here now um, you would have to say that given game time to Keane and Peter Casey now they'll be ready to play definitely more like I, I could see I could if you ask me now I could definitely see one of them started in the final I, I, I think there'll be a change I think it's set up perfectly for them and look they'll be glad today to be back in the final now, but you probably wouldn't want to take Kyle out of the forwards now yeah it's a strange after that game now, if, you, if he's had a Midland game yesterday you would supposing to pick say Kyle Hayes wing forward and drop and, and put Keane Lynch centre forward and drop now it would be a big thing dropping say oh, Morrissey oh, and geez, drop Will Cahill no. and, put, and put in Peter <laughs> Casey <laughs> yeah like, but the other calls that would be available to them and look yeah. in fairness to these boys they've made an awful lot of right calls over the last number of years they seem to have got them all right mm. definitely the result of the game, as I always say, influences as to whether you think yeah, does, yeah. a fella got a decision right you or not. You know as well, the likes, the likes Tom Mercy has but struggling for form, but he could be men yeah, the match next yeah. no, like, the, the, the reality is, before the game, I think Galway would have been happy to know that Gerard Hegarty only scored a point and Tom Mercy only oh, scored yeah. a point. They, yeah. They'd yeah, say we're, we're, we're in the hunt. For me, like I, tell, I think Aaron Glenn has been brilliant all year. Like, again, to come up with six points to play, none of them easy, that over the shoulder... I, I think myself that Aaron Gillan is definitely in hurler of the year category. I think he's he's carrying the inside line. I know Flanagan was very good against Clare the last day. But this is a guy who is man-marked, man-handled. Yeah. Everything you name it, day in, day out, frees from play, he's contributing. And I think he's been phenomenal. So I think John will be really happy. It's nicely distributed. Like... I, I can't imagine but Tom and Garod be, knowing the fellas that they are no, would they'll, say right no, they'll I, start. No, they'll, they'll, but they'll come flying back I, 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 I'll fix this yeah, yeah. I'll fix this it yeah. was a game they were man marked yeah. and as I said you have to credit Galway too sir yeah, they, 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 they got those right they got the matchups like, right they, they did, yeah. Fintan uh, Joe Cooney are strong boys now well they are yeah, you strong. know Fintan well is <laughs> strong like, that's what I felt about Cork and Galway Cork should have beaten Galway yeah. but I thought Galway were better equipped to take on Limerick yeah. size wise you know yeah. matchups like think of who may have been in the half Backline for Cork, like physically, yeah. which was none of them in Joseph Cooney's. Oh, the yeah. manliness, the size of him, and, and Finton, like, like shoulders yeah, on him, yeah. like you know, and Park Mannion then in the air. I mean, that catch off Keane Lynch, yeah. like, before you were Galway men in the stand, you were up off the seat. Well, were, it was yeah. one of the moments of the game, particularly when Lynch got an unbelievable cheer around. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. When he, and but what I was lovely was when he came on, they gave a little high five to each is. other, and then they said, We'll go at it. It's beautiful. I don't know if the camera picked it up because we were there. Yeah, we saw that as well. They were hurled together in in college. Were they, were, were they on the same? Men, Menion and Keane Lynch, was it? No, Joe Cooney. Joseph Cooney. Oh, Come on, Joseph Cooney first. Did he? Instead of Joseph Cooney coming out giving the dunt back, it was a quick high five, and they both yeah, we have a little punch to each other. Someone just a friendly, no, right? Game on now. It was very good. That's fair to be. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, they would be in college. Yeah, like yeah, they'd be like that. Magic moment now. It's a real sports moment. Kind of a giant of a man, but he's a gentle giant, if you know what I mean. Now he's yeah. able to use it, but he's not, you know, he's, he's, he's like he's started before. Yeah, he's a great player. So like he, that. I tell you, he's really responded to whatever challenge Shefton put out the Saturday yeah. year for fellas well, like that had been there a while to go back yeah. into the well and go deep. Yeah, and there's, there's three Coonies and Sarsfields you, you have Joseph and you have John yeah. and you have Kevin, and there's another young lad, Thomas, coming, and I can guarantee you. I know the other two boys aren't really flying for the county yet, but 
they're all great players. They have it in them. Now, you Kevin know, could have, not to be critical now, selectors, we've all been down to Kevin. No, probably yeah. could have got him another five minutes. Well, yeah, maybe. but like, I think his, his best future is ahead of him once he gets, once ah, yeah. he gets game time. Like, they, are good, they are good players. Mm. It's in them to be good, even from the mothers to the Mannion side, Tomas Mannion, the sister, brother to, to, to Catherine. Like, Landers, you'd sell, you'd yeah. sell falls yeah. out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. The break yeah. about yeah. the breeding. So. Yeah, well, like, the, the Mannions were great hurlers in football, uh, rugby players. They could play anything, but like, they're, they're, they're bred in the purple, if you know what I mean, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, be players. To go back to what you said, there is a good uh, template for Galway to move from here now, and so that the next couple of moves will be key, won't they? Yeah, yeah. They've they, they blown us a couple of nice new players. Fullback line was very good, like Tom Manahan won and the Blacks were good, guys. like you see the Blacks. There's a nice bit to build on, isn't there? Oh, there is, yeah. I just hope, first of all, I hope that, that Henry stays his term, you know what I mean? Because like, he's he's getting on very well with them, and it's his first year, and he's just getting there. He needs to get a few more players. Like I think we really need to to win that Leinster title, you know what I mean, to go for it. No, they did go for it, but I'm just saying... More support needed for Whelan, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, they, that's that's a big thing. Is the championship format nailed down for next year? Are we looking at the same again, or is it going to well, be reviewed? It'll definitely run for two years, I'd say. Two years. I'm not sure that, I don't want that to That might place a bit more importance on, actually, the provincial championship, because people will want to win it and say, you know what, yeah, we want yeah, to win this, yeah. get our four-week break. Yeah, you do need more. Up to yesterday, we were told the match was as good as six training sessions. It's only Cody, it's only Cody, kid, I tell you, stop. <laughs> But we do need more support for Conor Whelan up front. Like there's no yeah. level. Like he carried the team all year in his own. Oh, yesterday was Sunday was yesterday wasn't his best game. It wasn't yeah. going in there because they had a game plan. They were shooting from outside. And you said TJ, they had, they had 19 chances that they put. You know that went wide. Like you know so. Well, they put themselves in a position to win. To win the yeah, game, they did. Yeah. Which, 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 which is what you want. If you told Chefflin that yesterday morning, oh, yeah. he'd take a hand off. Yeah, yeah he he'd would. say maybe we will win it. And if they did take more of the chances, they did. Well, they so what I love, lads. David Burke. I know, I know there was a lot of talk now in the modern game and we sound like dinosaurs from another century and we were another century most of the time. Um, but what I loved was David Burke flicking the ball up and hitting it 80 Bobby. yards first time and there's Brian Concannon in behind Mike Casey. Thanks for And what a finish to the roof of the net, which we also don't coach anymore. It has to be low. And, and, and uh, any team I'd be with would be sick of me saying that. But you know what? It was a throwback, and wasn't it lovely to see? Brilliant. Yeah, but you know what, Anthony? Like, you know what? All the modern coaching and hit the ball, the cross field ball out to the corners. That's perfect. Corners out the front. But it's very hard to score a goal from 30 or 40 yards out to the side. Most of the goals are still scored right inside around the square. And even if you look, God, like I felt sorry for Offaly in that minor match. But like the tip, the tip goal came from everyone in, and 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 the football with with Galway versus uh, oh, Armagh. Two straight ball. And the same with Gaul versus Roscommon. We were cruising the match next to Roscommon and said, we can't get anything. They kicked the bloody thing in high and put two of them out up in the net. So, like, where was the planning behind that? So, like, Lingain, or if you listen, I don't know if you do, yeah, like, Sir, <laughs> Sir is in, in the same, there's no, no seed, any goal scored from the corner flag. Well, there's not. Just, this, this is the thing, but, like. Yeah, it's fitting. I had, great, I had a great view of the goal and, and, and you can see it the minute they have a box. And Casey, Casey was... Yeah. You knew he was caught. He did, knew he was caught. used to balls like that. Correct. He's he not going to play through the lines. And bang, back in the net. Like, just proves how the good quality players. Well, you see, any forward likes a fast ball. We're all forgetting about that. Nearly. Yeah. You know, fast and early. Like, I'm you sure know. Cody will address noted under the. Uh, Things to do uh, pieces for the week's time. But one thing I was going to say is we had a good fortune of being in Jackie Terrell's company on Saturday night. Fergie oh, Dewey as well, like right. So regaled oh, us. <laughs> but Jackie was saying if there was one era he would love to have hurled in it was in the nineties. He says 
Ball lumped long. We didn't do any. Yeah, di- yeah, he didn't yeah. do any different in the two thousands. <laughs> Short puck out, Jackie swivel, fight for the above lads. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so my yeah. zone. Yeah, fellas having a cut off each other. He goes and just no one kind of giving an inch or taking an inch. A couple of points after league games. Points after league games. There was one era he goes that I was suited for. He said it would have been the nineties. He said I'm trying to kind of. Get there at the moment. He's a black plain junior. He's gone back in the back. Stop. He's gone back in the back. Plain junior. The full forward experiment did not work. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was I full. wouldn't like to see Jackie or, or come in now in the junior game. Daryl, some some twenty year old give you a right roast and against the Lachlan's. I don't know. Or who, who who else is in the city? Um, the big other club, the city. Apologies, Michael Walsh and yeah, yeah. all. Uh, Dixborough. Dixborough. Some young fellow from Dixborough give you a roast and Jackie. Yeah. Let's face it. I was back corner. I was caught in the middle. I said, "Sure." I said, "Jackie, so Lachlan Gale has a treat him in the backs. They know how to play the backs. Like you know, these are some these. There wouldn't be any love between Jim Stevens and Lachlan Gale. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but he's he had a couple of big hitters as well for from the village there, oh, yeah. especially with King Kenny um, being a contender for man of the match in, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So lads, uh, the scene is set. Um, it's great to be here in the woodlands. Um, we may be back before the final. It's it's fantastic. Uh, so look, the scene is set for the final. That's what a two weeks. I'd love it was three. I have to say, mm. just to give it a bit of extra build up because the football semi-finals will be all talk now with the Dubs and, and Kerry and and, and another massive one I suppose with um, uh, Derry and Galway. The Sorry. referee for the final, Dillo. I know we'll, we'll talk tonight. It's a huge one. A lot of speculation. The game. We're looking forward to two teams. Work rate intensity. Well, if if the if the weekly referee gets it anyway, John Keenan. John Keenan. If he gets it, we won't need any, like, they can go, they'll suit both teams. <laughs> no Hawkeye either. No Hawkeye. We were talking no to the umpires as well. We don't need, well, we might need umpires, no line, no nothing. No, let them at it. Ah, but I, I think, sir, but like, I know. I know we, I'm no. just saying, he let I'd love Vigal. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. I mean. And so would Kilkenny and so would Limerick. They'd love Vigal. Because, first of all, there'll be no sent off, and there'll be no cards, and to flow, like, it to be, to be probably an Ireland final of all seasons, because, like, they'll be at it. But I think he contributed to great months of finals. I, I think we two great refs yesterday, as well and a lot of talk to Cullum Lines is due one and I think he would it's interesting to see Brian Gavin we always reference uh, Brian's column yeah, in, sure in the Brian was, did, had his own rule book when he was refereeing as <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> I don't have to laugh reading him like you know what I'd say I know but interestingly he, he, and he, like, we all know the way he ref but he, he's speculating about who's, who's in the final and He's, he's regarding, you know, the, the two yesterday at Fergal John Keenan's brand of refereeing. Some people would like to like. Um, and he speculated on which of them should get it. And he also said Cullum Lyons, but he, he did say he'd have settled for Cullum. He'd, he'd like for Cullum to get it a couple of years ago, maybe, when he was refereeing really well, that he might not have the same confidence at the moment, which, as we, we disregard, we always talk about players having confidence and maybe yeah. a lack of confidence. But yeah. for refs, it's and, probably a huge thing as well, Matt. And, and this is where the linesmen, the umpires, they need to help out. And the boys above in the technology side of it, they need to be helping the referee. And, and he makes a very valid point about confidence because... He's making the big calls on that day, but I, I thought I must say, Alan, I think the penalty, you know, he, whether it was a right or wrong decision, there was no line there to help him. So he made a judgment call against Wexford and Clare that it wasn't a penalty. A lot of people would say they thought it was a penalty. So, but I mean, the line needs to go in and it needs to go in for the All Ireland final because if that is a rule that's there, that if you're if it's a goal scoring opportunity inside the twenty one yard line and there's there's, a, there's an area there 25 metres in imaginary is not good enough like. not good enough where was the line where was the line for the weekend it wasn't, it wasn't there so if there's a rule there we need to help the referee um, but there's talking about rules and I wouldn't be great in rules what's the rule if the hurl is thrown like a spear hits the fella I know the young man might have meant it takes the lead out of the game and the referee gives a 21 yard free 
Well, my belief is the same rule applies for the underage as as as, as the senior. So, like, good point, sir. As in, was it a penalty? It had to be a penalty attack. Yeah, but I th- I, I think. Um, Brian, but I don't think that's the rule. Throwing the hurley is not one of the, 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 the three things. Goal scoring opportunity. To me, that's a, it, it was a penalty anyway, is the way I would look at it. So. But, but even if it wasn't... No, but there is, I think there is careless use of the hurling, dangerous use of the hurling, if that's not so dangerous that's use of the hurling. So that had yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was he inside a, anyway? Uh, was. Well, he was inside the 21 and he was on the edge of oh, the square. He was inside, he was inside the, the parallelogram. So that's like, why he threw it, he was inside the square. It was still a penalty, I suppose, at the end of the day. Yeah, we'll, leave, we'll leave the refs, so when we talk to you again, we'll know who'll be refing the final, so I'm sure they'll give it to the right man. Is that a point during the week? Oh, it's a column lines. I'd say at the end of the week, yeah. You're predicting Cork will have a major say in the destination of the game, the Carty Cup. Cork will be back in the island. Goodbye, Marco. We never, we don't go full programme, sir, as you know, without mentioning Cork. It's very important. I remember saying the framework one time he was getting a lot of matches down before it was done up down in Cork I said geez if every mar- match here we were going on you'll, you'll get the All-Ireland slagging them and he said you know it wouldn't be a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> and he certainly believed that yeah, as well yeah, yeah, like, Led's um, fantastic minor final now oh, we, we've aired our views on why the hell we couldn't see it on the big screens and all the people who went in early into Crow Park and why not have the gates open at half one to let all the speculators and enjoy it and maybe have it on there as well as the other side of it but a great occasion and Brendan Maher even saying last night he played in two minor finals and he would have picked to play in Northern Park in 27,000 people so that's an interesting way of looking at it as yeah, well but he's talking after being in Crow Park he'll have his life like you I know you, but when, he, you're, when you were the other way around if you were 17 or 18 you were starting off of course they'd pick yeah. Crocker yeah. Yeah. something about that sort of playing in a full house in Northern Park with the atmosphere oh yeah that's true like yeah. It, 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 it was unique like. yeah but if they're worried about the young fellas being nervous in front of a crowd should Northern Park was more intimidating than Crow 100%. Park. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if there's going to be no curtain raiser for the semi finals, let's put on the minor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But in fairness, given what Offley brought to it, and let's say, yeah, oh, yeah. People, I think they let the under 16s in for free. and, and oh, yeah, it was great. They created a brilliant environment and brilliant location. But isn't, but isn't there a message there for the GA about the free and the cost of tickets and stuff for that? Like, because with something that we've mentioned, on, the cost of getting to matches now is expensive for people. Like, so, so if you buy four tickets and can't get rid of them, it's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> But I got, that I got, wouldn't I, happen to Corkman no, <laughs> <laughs> or Hoagie <laughs> so, but it's, 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 it's something that they have to look at yeah. because the more people and the more young people that come to our games we're self-promoting our own game it looks it looks TJ to be a serious awfully team to build on now and we know one minor team won't, won't make a senior team but the likes of Screeny and Hand took on a forge. Screeny is something to watch, isn't he? He's just, he's a fantastic prospect. He need to drink a few pints of Guinness now when he starts yeah, to fill out a bit and get him into that gym then, but yeah, well, he's it, a right. He just looked very small. Yeah, but being close to the off not too far from the off the borders, like, there is a terrible lot of work on it, to be fair, the last few years at the underage. They have to start at the underage. I know it's a long process, and Michael Dyke and the boys have gone in there with, mm. full of enthusiasm. Do you have to keep doing it, sir? Do have to keep I have to keep doing it. I remember donkeys years ago here, TJ, you were probably hurt at the time. There was a brother, I can't think of his name, that started Darmor, Darmor, way back, started, you know, developing. And Dune. we came up one evening to play under 16 against, uh, against Limerick first, and we got off a bus. We were kind of well looked after. It was Phelan Murphy's, you know, everything was arranged. And he was looking at us getting off, and he said, this is unreal for under 60. But he was just starting his, his campaign to get, to, you know, like it, it has to start somewhere, like, you know, it, it, it just doesn't happen. I know, and in fairness, even in a club scenario, you'd always yeah. love to have a good minor team because you always kind of, you're, you're picking the players there to jump on. It, the fact that under 17s, it will take a year or two. I asked you the question at the start of the show was there a possibility this championship could go to under 18 
for 2023, which will be the same Offaly team as this yeah. year, which will be, yeah. wouldn't that be a lovely break for them? So give us bad news on that. Well, I, weeks, yeah. the, the vibes, now I don't know, but the, 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 the kind of the vibes come from the inside world is they might be going to under 19 eventually and, yeah. and getting rid of the under 20 ones. And I don't know, like it's just. It's, it's, it's a brutal way to lose a game. Oh. It's, 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 to be two points up, they'd hurl themselves brilliantly to be six points up, doing everything it's right. better or worse than penalties? Oh. <laughs> I think it's worse. <laughs> I think I think that that's probably. As Credit, I give one bit. Look, it's a contentious decision now. It was a free in, but was it a free out just before it? Like, I have to say it was. I thought it was. Looking back in the slow mo, it looked like it was. Yeah, a free it looked harsh now. That might have been game just over. Thought the number, I thought there was a slight bit of a dive. I thought he made. He exaggerated a, a small, it. But well, he was foul now. That's the word. I exaggerated. He Whereas if he stumbled, I think the referee might have given him. If he tried to stay up. You were I thinking think of your days when you were coming out, like, you know. You know always, <laughs> you know, always <laughs> find a free from the referee. But that's. Sport can be cruel, oh. you know that. Like we've all been, involved, like you know, it can be cruel. Like, and that was the cruelest blow of all. Like, it's what a free, to, what a free in by Petty Feeling. Well, yeah, they have to yeah. hang it that height, lads. They had obviously worked on that. The boys were on yeah, about it last yeah. night now, but as Petty McCormack from Boris, younger brother yeah. of Dan, scored some free below in the Gaelic grounds to bring yeah. the clear game to extra time. Like my God, or to bring it to penalties. It was unbelievable. He was right on the sideline now. He was in front of the dugouts, and you see, he had much to shoot at though. Nailed it, and to come up with that flick to the net. But Anthony, Anthony, any time I saw Tip this year, treat every time I saw them, it was life or death near the end, and they were coming from behind. They were finishing strong, like as you say, like you know, they might have got the breaks, but they, they kept fighting to get there. They came, he, he he came in sideways as seems. One hand, some wrists involved. Yeah. Yeah. I have to tell you, I have to tell you, lads, it's all about the breathing. So I'm going to go back to the dam, okay? <laughs> Who happens to be Patsy Canary from a small parish. In Cork, Killer. She played in the 1980 All Ireland Club final when Killer beat Buffers Alley. So, Patsy, fair play to you. You're after producing a couple of great sons. You're giving a hand to everyone else. You I want to keep a few of them at home now, so I'll tell you. A few of the Dems. A big loss, a big loss. And Jack O'Callaghan, again, we mentioned him the other day. He played as well. Um, Paul O'Callaghan jumped for from Cork. So, fair play. Well done, Killer. Well done. Fair play to McCormack's doing it for Boris Lee as well. <laughs> but uh, hard looked awfully, lads, like, oh, yeah, uh, Hard looked to Leo, now teammate of yours. Uh, TJ and I worked with Leo yeah, in the academy as well. They'd be good. They had it all done, really. Johnny Pelk and himself and, and the players. Some bunch of players I, I watched a few of their games Certainly the yeah. Leinster final The Clare match And yesterday And you you kind of come Familiar with players And mm. sons as well Of some of the lads We played against And uh, Rig- just You know Rigney Is he Hubert's son yeah, And there's a lad Martin Kevin's son Kevin yeah, Martin's yeah, yeah. That's fantastic tis, isn't it tis, and, and look uh, They were You know uh, They were the story Of the year At Underage Hurling And uh, yeah, yeah it, Tip bring away We, we said Woody yeah, You're a lucky general And a good one as well Woody will give it as well yeah, so lads, um, minors, well done, well done to all involved, and uh, even clear, lads, we didn't win anything this year, our under-17s got eight championship matches, that's development, you know, it's incredible, uh, you know, so it's good, it's good system, I think, and the round robins are working in both provinces there, and even Galway, when they come in, there's the round robin with the two provincial losers, so well done, I think we're getting the minor right, anyhow, for sure, um, obviously, fantasy-wise, TJ, you're going well, but you're... No captain for the no final, TJ. The final, yeah. We have uh, the scores as they stand uh, in our league. Marco would have a good captain for the final in Dermot Burns. Six points yesterday. Bemoaning earlier the two from play. You missed Burnsy. Burnsy, Burnsy, I could tell you. If you got the two points from play, I'd be, I'd be up your but you, tail, um, oh, T- TJ. TK with... Um, 
uh, quiet game TJ as yeah. your captain and he's a gone for the final you can't change it but you've he's been brilliant to me but you have a lot of players now I do you have a lot of players and 2011 points plays 1882 uh, Liam Liam is going well 259 1854 he could sneak into the silver yet who's Liam's captain Burnsy as, well. as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, could be a battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cemented my place in fifth. I'd say, and Hoagie, well done on the changes over there in um, uh, Mallorca. You He's got it right, and off, yeah. and certainly um, the wooden spoon will be going to a three point four manage, uh, mansion on the Douglas Black Road, Road, Blackrock Road, yeah. down one the parts posh parts of Cork. And Shawnee, it's you. I don't know how you're getting eighty nine points with that team you picked as well. <laughs> and uh, I've not much to look forward to for the final. Conor Cooney was my captain, so Galway not going to be there. Our listeners' league, um, Kieran Kinnerk hangs in there. But uh, Michael Murphy from Dunloy is it's it's uh, 269 plays 260. Um, it's going to be savage. Right. Um, TJ, you're still sixth on our listeners' sixth league. Sixth overall, 90 points to find. No captain, die, you won't, no be, won't be on the podium. Happy to see it won't be on the podium. Yeah. Very happy with the run. I will be obviously delighted if I can take our own little uh, chunk of silverware. Yeah, Just yeah. Say that I BG. For once, would be un- incredible. Well, I, and I, I, be, you, well, Matt just wants to be me. Like, if, I was, I if I was forced and you were second, that'd be an unbelievable result. Well, you well, won't come home for two days. <laughs> <laughs> our team, our team selections definitely improved through the year. We had a bit of focus, I must say. And some fellas said I was only in it for the league, but the championship now I'd come from a long ways back to well, sneak as, my as, way in. As Hoagie said on Friday, it took you five years, Landers, but you finally got the hang of it and the team around you that you built as <laughs> and well. Maybe, and maybe with the with the big jobs coming up down the road, yeah, huge your, news. Your expertise Jesus, yeah. your, might be required. Huge news, Mark. Uh, yeah, Kieran Kingston has decided to walk, and there was a lot of speculation, I suppose, which is obviously for us. And well done, Kieran, on your time. You know, involved. I think with Jimmy since eleven, mm. and would have been involved in that. Epic, time. epic final and replay with Claire delivered the Munster title in seventeen. The only two years I think were John Myler's two years of eighteen and nineteen. He hasn't been involved, and um, not alone has he left a good, you know, uh, set up to be taken on by somebody, but he's left a fine forward as well in Shane, yeah. as well who's a top class player. So it's it's moved on, Mark, and um, yeah, yeah, it has. I suppose like there was an awful lot of speculation straight after the game, and I suppose just to, to, to reiterate, I suppose Kian's three-year term was up um, after they were beaten by Galway. So uh, I suppose there was a lot of speculation in terms of succession planning and two new coaches in the old Furlong and Pat Mulcahy had been appointed by Kieran in the year previous. So, so a lot of people were looking at that and, and he was offered an extra one-year term, which would have given the opportunity to the other two lads to stay on, I presume. So for whatever reason, I suppose he has decided that, look, enough is enough. He has, he's been a fantastic servant for Cork for the last decade. And I suppose the, the I suppose as Donald Cusick said last night, the process starts now as to who will get appointed as the next manager. And I suppose, you know, in the past was a kind of a case of we'll pull some flow to the hat maybe and that's not being disingenuous as does it whoever was in charge of the county board more or less picked the manager. Frank. Whereas now there is a process whereby there will be an interview, there will be you know, you'd be you'll have to write in and say, Yeah, I am interested in the job and we'll be interviewed and you bring your you bring your C V Yeah, absolutely. And your you bring team. your backroom table which and then they'll make um, a, a decision, I suppose. So I suppose the front runner at this moment in time it says Pat Ryan. Um, he will be uh, universally respected in so far that he's won two under twenty All Irelands and he would well, a very successful coaching and managing term with Saris as well. So he's probably the, the front runner. 
and then I suppose Donald Cusick would definitely be in the running. I would ex- I would expect, and maybe Ben O'Connor would be a dark horse. I suppose would Furlong Mulcahy not have been brought in I, with a view to the future? I I think they would, but I suppose you know in, in the past there was a bit of hassle, as you know, with players and managers and stuff. So the appointment of the manager is the key thing, and he is allowed to bring in his own selectors. Okay. So it's more Who he wants whoever to gets with. exactly whoever's appointed as the manager brings in bring in, brings in his own uh, backroom staff. So. There's a lot of talk out around uh, maybe a back an outside manager as well. That has certainly been muted. Um, I just don't know whether Cork are probably ready for that at this moment in time. But it certainly is doing the rounds. But um, I I don't think Cork will make a quick decision. I think this will rumble on for two or three months, and um, no different than anybody else. It's a big job. There's no point in saying otherwise. But whoever does get the job, I think they have good raw material. We've won a minor and we've won two under twenties um, in the last in the last two years. So that that's certainly something to be looked at. And it was I would always be of the view that an awful lot of those lads should be developed because if they were good enough to wear the jersey at minor under twenty, they were the best players at that time. I don't know how much development is going on in the background with those players, but there's certainly forty young lads there. I would suspect to to work with, like you know. Yeah, and we wish Cork the best of luck on that. One M. Landers is not going to be a candidate by the sounds of that. 100% correct, Ella. Not available for selection. I think, I think before people throw names, and like, we will know like this is life-changing in terms of what's required in the modern day to be a manager. Like It's very time-consuming. It is stressful. It brings a lot of issues, I suppose, maybe into your... It, it takes over and consumes your life. And you said this is a big job. And it's probably an important appointment for Cork as well into the next couple of years my honest opinion is I don't think they have a huge amount to find in terms of like yeah. how, fa- how, fa- how far they're away from getting back to where they want to be but I suppose at the same time the stats will say that it's been a long time for Cork since, since, since they lifted the McCarthy so yeah, yeah well, I think the disappointment is, is a critical appointment there's no doubt about yeah. it because the talent is there and I said there is a feeling that and Liam Sheedy referenced it on the Sunday game a couple of weeks ago that there's an All-Ireland in this team and you know if they happen to get one, you'd never know the confidence would grow a bit like what has happened with Limerick. You know, they, they've got better and better. When did you ever see a corporate not confident for Christ's sake? Grow. Grow, you know. Yeah. But uh, look, I, I think, you know, we won't go outside, Marcus. I, say, I don't uh, think no. so. I, don't, I just don't think they're ready. That's the point. I mean, you know, and the like, Camogies have gone outside already, like so. They have. So the men down there, is, like. Is, is Davy throwing his name? Well, I have to say, we, we are a bit behind on the Camogie. We'll have to get. You were good at it, sir. You off in our college. There's three teams. Yeah, Galway and Kilkenny was a big draw. I watched it last night, obviously. Galway, Kilkenny and Cork Tipper coming as well but they're the three leading teams oh that you know you can get an easy semi-final or a hard one but they're the three that are at the top at the moment you know ok ok so great stuff lads any fogers TJ or um... no we, we, we had a bit of come on racing during the week we had oh sorry oh, yeah, all racing people can non-racing people can tune out now we were in <laughs> Tipperary during the week later on it's a cracking race to finish second uh, just unlucky just found one too good on the day that can happen but great great evening great fun we had uh, proper going on Saturday, just whatever, couple of reasons didn't work out for her, so we might be coming back on trip, maybe a different type of a track, but plenty to look forward to. We have a trip to Willie's on Saturday, good number of people going, should be a good day out, and we have that horse to look forward to, and I think 
Jim's given us the possibility that we may have a runner in Galway maybe towards the end of July as well. Like, so lots to look so forward to. So Jim saying that? I would like to hear it from you. You're closer to Jim than these two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that little essence could come up the hill in Galway. Like, maybe if there's a cut in the ground, it should probably be like... Life far. I, I would love to see her come up the hill, like, you know, so... Yeah, I'd like to know Jim, he'll, 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 he'll tack one for Galway. You, you did mention it earlier on in the season, Dale, that we could be up up in the stands like, and seeing the colours come down around the corner. <laughs> you know, if you, don't, if you don't dare to dream, it can't come true. I know, I know yeah. And if, <laughs> sure, look, it'll be, be some crack <laughs> if it came off. Would, we'll see, know. we'll see. Enjoy your visit to see all that will be fantastic in, in Mullins' stable and Katie Tay, obviously, doing a bit of work as well. So. That's right, yeah, um, that. Great stuff, lads. Um, thanks a million. Great in depth. Did John Terry say that he was going to buy a drink there or no? <laughs> well, we, yeah, right. we met John Terry. Uh, the yeah, great, the great, the, uh, do we call him the great John Terry? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we had a picture with John. I told him not to cut up the course. Anyway. Yeah, we was going buying the drink until that, and then he said, "Forget about it." Now he says, "I'm out at twelve forty-five, mate." He says, "You know, so yeah, your tea's out there, lads, and if you join him later on, it's going to be dangerous." I've got, I've a bit of work to do. So these two are in a leisure bike when it comes to Monday afternoon. Do you know what I mean? Once the old mayors are scanned and everything. Is all right, like, you know, he's a man of leisure. He's after selling a lovely fall here, for God's sake. Aye, he's been selling them there while we're going on. Yeah, sure, he's texting so people. Sold, yeah. he put up there, sold at one stage yeah. in the phone. I hope he got it in the camera. Let's. So let's um, thanks a million. Great, great crack. And uh, obviously, we'll have a preview night. Uh, we don't know the exact details yet. Uh, I forgot to give a little fogra on Friday morning. Uh, my older brother Martin with a significant uh, naughty birthday so congrats Marjean and uh, we'll get to have a pint soon the two of us uh, we won't be having it after the All-Ireland now with Claire bringing back to Liam McCarthy but we'll get there we'll get there thanks guys cheers guys thanks to our sponsors Renault the Renault Capture the versatile compact family SUV you're still the one I run to the one that I belong to you're still the one I There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster.